This is Joe Costello's WFO Radio Ignition. Covering everything that has wheels, an engine, and a driver. The reason I race is to get the chicks. You know what I mean? <laughs> NASCAR, IndyCar, Formula One, sports cars, and NHRA drag racing. Hey, guys. Just want to let you know, WFO rocks. WFO Radio is total motorsports. It's just so cool. Fasten your seatbelts. Fire up the ignition and drop the hammer. Yeah, let's do it. Now, here's your host, Joe Costello. Hey, everybody, WFO Radio. We are back, baby. After Bristol, we're back. Back in the studio. Just landed in Fort Lickerdale not long ago. Came to the studio. Got everything ready to go. And now we are ignition. We are ignition. We have ignition. All of these things. And this is going to be a very interesting show because we are on the stopwatch. This is one of those stopwatch shows. And I know what you're thinking. A lot of people out there, audio-only folks, that listen to the podcast, they're not Patreon, not participating. They're like, hey, man, I use this to get from one place to another or my long night of work or on my way to work on Tuesday or Wednesday. And this, these stopwatch shows are robbing me of my great entertainment value. And I totally get that. But, you know, the last 20 minutes, we're out of material anyway. And I am just wiped. I am wiped out. And I have no idea why. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, what's wrong with my uh, systems that I am wiped out mentally, physically? And it just doesn't make any sense. And so I don't know. Maybe I need to go see the doctor or something because this is just ridiculous. Um, But, hey, Bristol, baby, and New England. And so we're going to get into all of that in the 24 hour of Lamar and Michael Heiner four final rounds in a row now for Derek Kramer and the get biofuel team. That's going to be interesting. And we're going to connect with Sue Morris and Bobby Graham and Giovanni is on vacation and there's a lot going on in the Miami heat are trying to fend off elimination. And there's just so much going on. We had to get together for a show. Alan Reinhardt going to be joining me tomorrow. Maybe Ron caps later on in the week. He's going to Hawaii, right? He's going out there. And uh, going to drag strips, Napa's out in Hawaii. But we got Erica and we got Tasca. And fortunately, Justin Ashley was kind enough to win them both. And so we'll be able to just catch up with him at some point. But let me tick through the sponsors really fastly because I see Heiner's there and Sue's there and Bobby Graham's there. Everybody's there very rapidly. This is going to be a rapid show. Stopwatch show. We're going to like make moves on this program. But it's only possible because of the fine sponsors like Phillips Connect. Phillips-Connect, you see it on that Top Fuel Dragster. Uh, know that they also support WFO Radio. Look, it's kind of a, I don't want to call it narrow, but it is. You have to be in the transportation industry. You need to be able to benefit from connecting your trucks and trailers. But if that is you, you should do this. And I can give you a personalized introduction, Joe, at WFORadio.com. Bernie Speed Shop, Josh Hart, throwing down some big runs out there. Bernie's.com. Follow them on social. Check out their website, and you'll be amazed at all the different things that they've got, including e-bikes and exotics, and you can sell your own car on consignment uh, if need be. The folks at Foggit, I always judge like how many Foggit logos I see out there on the Lucas Oil Series cars, especially in the winter circle. It's been amazing. Protect the inside of your engine, all that hone. I was out there at Total Seal uh, and Rottler's class in Piney Flats at Straub Technologies. Wow, did I learn a lot. Now, I don't see myself honing anything anytime soon, but the day that I do, baby, I know exactly what to do. And uh, after it's all done, I'll protect it with Foggit. FTI Performance Transmissions and Torque Converters. 
if you want to raise your game and your automatic transmission, power glides, but they do everything. Shift kits for turbo 350s, Pro Mod, Top Dragster, Top Sportsman, Big Horsepower, FTI. And then there's Total Seal Piston Rings, the leader in ring seal technology, which it's just so amazing how cutting edge they are with their very high-tech narrow rings. To see the evolution of rings, pretty amazing. TotalSeal.com. Later on in the show, I'll tell you about Frank Hawley. I'll tell you about Marvin Rodak, and I'll tell you about Samtech. But right now, let's bring on Sue Morris. What's up, Sue? How Yo. are you? W-F-O. And I'm going to load up right right away, Michael Heiner oh, look and out. Bobby Graham. This is like oh. no messing around kind of show. We're going to bring on everybody. Uh, All right. Well, hello, I hope Bobby. everybody hello, has Michael. their Rodax tonight because we're going to fire this up. Let's go. <laughs> yes. Well, exactly. You remember, you know, like in the last, oh, look at Heiner. With, he's got a scotch. <laughs> oh, he's got a scotch. Got up. I the wrong Who knows? Bourbon. I may have that in my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> What Should be doing? on Bobby's program. So what are you doing? Winding down, Michael? Is that what the wind down is? You've traveled home. You got home. Coming on WFO and you're going to wind down. Yeah, I don't know. Just seemed like a bourbon kind of day. That makes perfect sense. Okay, so I understand, Sue, that you tracked down Michael and that you guys connected. Uh, Dave was there in person at the track. Is that true, Michael? Yeah. Yeah, it was nice. They stopped over, got to chat for a while. Uh, I like seeing Dave get out of third round in either one of the classes, but yeah. Yeah. So what happened? Give us the, give us the breakdown. Okay. So first of all, going three rounds, never bad. That was pretty good. We ran the event to its completion on Saturday night. So that's the kind of kind of night where you can get in a groove, right? The whole yeah. first round, every time down, uh, Jake Elrod won super gas. Um, Jeremy Mason won super comp. Um, Jeff Strickland won stock eliminator. Monty Bogan won super stock. This is all off the top of my head. This is amazing. How did that even happen? But, um, what happened to Dave? Well, the uh, in super comp went out there and uh, the car launched. And unfortunately, the setup that we had in the car, it just blew the tires away. So the 60 foot just fell off about four. And he was like 004. Frank was 003. Or it was four and five. Don't. And uh, but they were right there with each other. And um got down there and you know, Frank, Frank, Frank until you did what Frank tell you does and just pedaled it on out and got the win, got the W for that one. So, uh, so yeah, so, um, but you know, Hey, we learn, we take back and we'll, we'll fix it. It's not a problem. Davis 004 so. left second in super comp. Like yep. that's tough stuff, man. What are yeah. you going to do with it? 11 at the stripe, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. So I, I, I printed it. <laughs> Well, he's got a file now, right? I'm sure he's got yep. a file for. Uh... <laughs> okay, and so, what about Super Gas? The, uh, the, the Roadster. We turn in the Roadster. The Roadster was just running great. Um, the, uh, I mean, every run we looked at the data coming off of it, and um, we were so happy with how that car is leaving and running, and it was consistent. And to be honest, I, I almost had it completely completely set up good and uh but we were up against elrod the eventual super gas winner yep. uh third round uh dave was uh 24 in the tree and elrod was 005 and um so we dave was going out there uh elrod just kind of nosed ahead did the womp went back behind Dave ended up getting the stripe and we broke out by three thou. So, um, and, uh, 
you know, so it was one of those where Dave was like, <laughs> you're uh you're a damn if you do, damn if you don't. And, um, you know, thought we were set up a little bit better than that. And, um, but hey, it was a close race. It was, D Dave took eight thou and needed to take, or Dave took nine thou and needed to take, uh, take six. Yeah. Yeah. He took nine and, and he With really needed five. Six. Yeah. You know, so Jake, Jake Elrod, yeah. who's, you know, world champ Jake yep. Elrod. Um, but that's not, why it all happened okay i figured it out earlier in the yeah. day we did an in the lanes bit i know i saw that and yeah. jake elrod was cool enough to come in and do some funniness and and get involved and be you know what i, I gotta come up and grab you in the lanes and take the mic away from you and that's clearly that's good is luck that what it is? i mean anecdotally speaking that's good luck obviously <laughs> he did it he won the race so if you go by racer logic right he did it and he won the race everybody's going to be attacking me trying to grab the mic out of my hand in the next race. Hang which on. Would be, which would be funny. Which would be funny. I now have to shoot the t-shirt cannon every race. Yes. I, that's what I'm thinking. I saw that. I'm shooting Jason with it. Yeah. Like Homer Simpson Dude, with post the a picture. Joe's picture on a hood is what you got to do. <laughs> Don't do that. But yeah, Heiner did. The highlight of the weekend was Michael Heiner shooting the t-shirt cannon. Uh, second to that was runner up again. That's three final rounds in a row. Four. Michael, so Sue, four, excuse me. Yeah, four. Uh, Sue uh, gave her little debrief. Megan's on there and Derek's out there and everybody's out there in the audience, which is very cool. Monica is out there, says you mean business. What um, Walk us through your race day. Four final rounds in a row, man. What's that? Yeah. Oh, there is a screenshot yeah. of Heiner. So I caught grief because my son and Adam Hornberger's son were sitting in section K and uh, I did not shoot the cannon at them. And they wanted to know why you know, the 13 year olds, they wanted the t-shirts. I told them it was because they were Toyota, not Chevrolet t-shirts, but that's that a good a, answer. That's that right. Was not, that was not that an was, acceptable answer. That was a perfect answer. <laughs> you can't wear a Toyota t-shirt boys. We drive a Chevrolet. You understand that. That's why right, your dad yeah. didn't send it. Yeah. 13 year olds don't, but yeah. Derek uh, wants to know when was the, the Heiner segment. Was that right before the semifinal? It was right before the semifinal because I was I worried know. you were going to lose after you touched the t-shirt cannon. And, uh, but you didn't, you, you, you know. I, look, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a, uh, I'm not a believer in that stuff. You roll up there with a package and you win or you don't. I mean, we've talked about that on the hear it from Heiner show several times. Like, you know, just like Dave with the third round deal. I mean, you go up there and you're, uh, you know, you're double Oh four and you feel like you got a good package. You don't win. I mean, yeah, but I've aren't lost. you worried about someone saying, you know, Heiner, your head wasn't in the game. You were thinking about the t-shirt cannon. My head's never in the game. How can I? How can I, I mean, how can I get in trouble when I'm not in it to begin with? I mean, look. By the time we get up there, and uh, you know, some of my colleagues, uh, other crew chiefs, don't you know, may not want to admit it. But by the time you get up there, look, everything's decided, right? By that point, you've pretty much made the decision on how much clutch you're running, what tires, what transmission, where the weight's at, what the wheelie bars are. Like, yeah, you can make that last minute adjustment. Um, you're going to be within a hundred of what you're going to leave, but you're not really going to make that decision until you're on the starting line. So we're just kind of standing up there, hanging out. I was looking through the crowd for the boys and had some other people that I knew down there. So, um, yeah, you know, that's all. It was the first time I, I got to hang out. We went to dinner afterwards. I got to hang out with Logan a little bit and even, and you know, Logan's cause Jason Logan and Logan were hanging out together, which was yeah. kind of a cool uh, deal. And Jason Logan even has said, he goes, man, that Logan's pretty cool. Right. It was, a uh, it was nice, nice deal. 
Um, unfortunately, runner-up, you know, walk us through the final. You're second in the point standings now, 139 behind Dallas Glenn. 193 back is Hartford. So you and Hartford are still two and three. You just swapped positions. And um, yeah. let me tell you, Bo is in 10th, 294 back. So Dallas Glenn has got himself. We're all packed in there. Pretty good I mean, team. I think Erica games, jumped up to uh, what Erica jump up to ninth or something. To eighth. Well, I mean, to eighth. From I mean, well, we went from, I think we went 12th to fourth after we won in, in uh, Charlotte. So everybody's jammed up there. I mean, you know, you, you go out a couple first rounds and you could be right back in eighth. I mean, there's good cars. Uh, quick recap of my day. Uh, first round made a good run against Troy. Um, the second round, uh, I felt like it was a pretty lucky round because Aaron obviously had the car to beat, but we only we lost lane choice by a hundredth, and the only area he beat me in was sixty foot. So uh, we made a swap on package um, to get up there to try to run sixty foot with him. Uh, Derek had Derek had jumped in. Um, when Stanfield would have, have an issue, so the 60 foot was off. So really that, what did we go, 67 or something? I think that would have been a 66. Um, pretty easy on that run had he staged normal. Um, uh, Christian, he had some issues there in the in semis. Um, so I don't want to – there's no easy rounds, but, you know, when you've got two free runs and, you know um, – that always helps. I mean, it's good to be lucky. I've, I've lost, I've been the one that's messed up and had given the rounds to other people. So when we get those, we'll take them. Absolutely. And uh, you know, the ladder, I'm looking at the ladder on NHRA.com and just a heads up to everybody. Don't bother. Cause it's all messed up. It's all on your nah, website's been wrong. I, my mother calls me like every weekend. I don't understand. <laughs> don't worry about it. Quit going there. <laughs> it's not, I'll fix it eventually. Uh, right. And then the final, I put a little right hand turn in the car because it went left in the semis and it went right in the final he got and that track was i mean we'll go through more of that tomorrow but uh track was really narrow your questions for here from heiner put them on last week's show it's right pinned on the top of the patreon page for all you patreons out there who want to go in depth on this deal Except steve graham i'm not answering any steve graham questions uh-huh. from steve graham yes okay why is that? <laughs> Steve Graham, uh, that would be that would be the pro, that would be pro stock Steve Graham. Pro stock Steve uh, Graham. Well, you can answer some <laughs> questions, just not like you know exactly what to do. Yeah, being a Patreon isn't free consultation. Consultation by Michael Heiner. Well, I, I already free consulted him. I'm not sure why he's putting stuff on there, but yeah. Okay, we'll go, th- we'll go through it. I'll answer his question. I'll go look. I'll go look. Oh, I didn't. I didn't realize that that was the Steve Graham. I guess. Oh, well, that's the Steve Graham, yes. Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay, see, look at all the celebrity Patreons we've got on WFO. I don't know why everybody isn't just rushing over to do that. Derek wants to know if you had to give up your engine. The answer was what? Yeah, I we pulled it out. I rolled it over. Uh, there was a lot of oh. moaning and groaning and complaining. And I was kind of hoping since Greg broke his engine that he might let me keep mine for another week. But that was uh, that was not the case. So. Uh. Well, this has been a very publicized thing. You know, Hartford got a new one back this week and they had to do some, you know, tuning and, and things to it. Right. Which, uh, you know, I don't know you know, how public any of that is, but just like, you know, like a new pair of shoes. Right. You got to break them in. You got to get used to them. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's just with anything. Whenever you oh, do something new, you got to get used to it. 
Yeah, I mean, he he had uh, he had some stuff he had to work on. They, uh, you know, they're like us. They don't really go test a lot, so um, they had to work through some tire program. I mean, we're all basically Eddie and I talked about it, Matt, and I mean, we're just kind of I don't want to say we're jockeying for position for the countdown, but that's what we're doing. And um, you know, we're trying to get tires. I've got tires now that I'm starting to set aside for the end of the year. Um, you know, so they've got the number of runs I want to start the countdown with. Um, and we're going to park those until we roll out to Indy and then have them in the trailer for Reading and then on. Excellent. Heider, I have to say Hartford doing the 330 foot burnout (laughs) was was fun on Friday. I think those were new tires. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) That's, That's how it should be every time. That's how it should be every run, mandatory. Like my well, my I mean, way, 2017 when we were done with the Dodge, and I mean at the end of the year we were just screwing around. I mean that was, you know, that was uh, that was fun. I mean, and we still have people come up and want to know when we're going to do that again. I mean, oh, you won Charlotte, great. What are you going to do with the big burnouts? <laughs> <laughs> when we so get my, new tires, my fantasy world that will never happen is there is a third infrared out there at. You know, maybe it's right part of the 330 foot block, definitely 200 feet out. You know, it's pretty far out there that you have to trip it so that your tree works. Otherwise, yeah. you know, you got to burn out to that line. Otherwise, <laughs> your, lane, your timers well, won't work, right? I, like, I think we like, should actually do something a little different. I think if you're going to do that, I think the person that does the burnout should get a hundredth advantage. <laughs> oh my god like if you're willing to put on a show you should have give give me a little something i'm gonna give you a little something you give me a little something bonus points yeah whatever make the entertainment worth it for the racer because right. you know unless you're running new tires i don't want to go out that far no i got well hey i like when it. we break in tires in denver though i'll, I'll video that because there'll be <laughs> there'll be jason line unapproved burnouts okay nice. <laughs> right why not go crazy at uh, denver and why you go crazy at denver because it's altitude and it doesn't matter anyway well when we test no but yeah. jolie uh, is on there she called you we'll, the be, break, we'll be breaking in tires jolie calls you the t-shirt cannon master where's she been she's at home she's you know like she's so calm nobody's she's harassing me cat calling me in the staging lanes like she's nothing. making I'm, a human being michael well, i know she's, she's creating creating right now those are they t- it takes a lot of energy and it takes time she was communicating with Reinhardt. Uh, she sent him some sort of, I don't know, sounded like it was an aggravated text. And he wasn't going to read it to the public. I told her, you should send it to me. I will read it immediately. <laughs> I'll read it to Alan. <laughs> he has to respond to it. Absolutely. <laughs> we got to work that out, Jolie. Like, uh, don't go straight to Alan anymore. I, no, I still think no. I should be giving a mic when I go up there just so I can, like, narrate the thing as it's happening. <laughs> exactly exactly all right well good job we'll do the rest on here Thank from you. heiner any other thoughts though on the double weekend uh while we got everybody right at the start of the show because michael i know you got limited time i want to hear your take on lama i know you 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 follow that stuff i was admittedly uh we'll talk drag racing first but i was disappointed that i didn't follow it more after the big ferrari win in hypercar and Seeing the car and all that and understanding the significance of the moment kind of after it was over made me feel badly that I didn't like amass myself in it a little more, immerse myself in it. But first, drag racing. Uh, yeah, exactly. Sue uh, or Michael first. Alan, I'm sorry. I'm laughing at Jolie. What she just put on so there. As a son. And I texted him and told him she could have them. 
<laughs> well, first off, hey, congratulations to Aaron Stanfield. Why he didn't win in pro stock, you on the factory showdown deal. That was pretty cool to see. Yeah, um, congrats. That was awesome. And, well, you know, I, for all of us, we want to uh, we want to race. You know, I hate to see Aaron get rolled back. Um, you know, you go up there, go red, you shake, whatever. That's that's part of racing. But to have any sort of electric problem like we that happened to us and that exact same thing that happened to them different version of it but happened to us in the uh, phoenix same box same same connection all the same stuff so um yeah I, I mean i wanted to beat aaron but i wanted to beat aaron on the racetrack not because he couldn't because he couldn't stage right um so back to lamar uh i think uh but didn't he just beat you guys the day before and the too fast too tasty well, yeah, but I just beat him well, the yeah, week before in Chicago. Well, I just yeah. wanted to bring, bring it up. back and forth. We're just going back and forth. Isn't that great, though? Isn't that the whole point of it? Like, you beat them, and then they beat you, and then you beat them. It's like yeah. back and forth. Well, <laughs> I was really I was disappointed in the final because while we've lost to Erica several times, we hadn't lost to her in the final. So that was uh, at, uh, that. Yeah, it's going to happen eventually, right? I mean, she's Erica, but. You were 2-0, um, and, and now you're 2-1. and one. Yeah, I still got the lead. Maybe we should just quit now. Pack it up. Four finals. Still have lead on Erica. Call it good. Have another drink. Uh, So, no, I think that uh, Ferrari (laughs) should take all the strategists from the Le Mans team and put them firmly on the F1 team. Immediate promotion or side motion, whatever it is. Plug from here to here. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. um, Interesting race. I think one of the Pugos crashed out. uh, Well, didn't crash out, but crashed while leading. Uh, I saw a uh, squirrel did a fair amount of damage to the Toyota number eight Toyota uh, garage. Uh, what is that? A garage 56 deal, uh, 24 car there, the NASCAR yeah. deal. They, uh, yes. they were, they were running good compared to the GT cars for a long time, but they had a driveline issue, uh, sideline them, but they finished, um, Corvette, Corvette one, right? Corvette, Corvette one. Yes. Yeah. I know that. I know the Corvette yeah. one, which is good. Uh, I know Toyota was battling with, Ferrari for the hypercar win. I know about the driveline issue with Garage 56. I don't know if they were leading when it happened, though, but they were fast. That's well, that. Garage, so I had to go ask um, Brian Fleck, the leprechaun, also yep. known as Dr. Dr. Fleck, my proctologist. He, because um, I thought I thought the Garage 56 team was a GT car, like it was built, built for GT, but he said, no, it's an, an experimental class because they were classified all by themselves. There was nothing else with them. Like they're in the overall count at one point. I think I saw them 20th or something uh, total overall. Um, but they're technically in their own class. They're an experimental deal. Um, they were faster than the GT cars, though. Yeah, that's that's pretty impressive right there. Like whatever it is, it's a stock car, but kind of not really. Who knows uh, to be faster than those Corvette GT cars? That's telling you something. Yeah, well, they had they had a good thing going on. Uh, um, I saw that they I didn't see it uh, live, but I, I read about it afterwards. But I saw the uh, pit crew deal. The Garage Fifty Six guys won the pit crew challenge for 10.8 seconds. Uh, that which, makes sense. Which floored everybody over there because it's they were using a floor jack, not air uh, pneumatic lifts. So yeah, I think it was pretty cool. It was good. It was good to have some American. Uh, uh, Stock car racing stuff going on over there. Give, give a little different, different exposure. I think Jensen, Jensen Button was in there, and Jimmy Johnson, um, Rockefeller. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yep. Owen was at the track this weekend. Did you talk to Owen? 
Oh yeah, I saw his flocks. I, I came around the corner for the first run, and I see hair flowing because the wind was blowing right across the tunnel, and it's just kind of lifting up. And I said, "Oh, look, Owen made it over from Spain. Apparently, he's hanging out." So, I mean, that's just cool. You got a guy; he's you know doing Formula One stuff, and then he just shows up at the drag races, and he's hanging out. And what was he? He was doing factory stock stuff. He's hanging out with factory yeah. stock guys. When I when I saw him, I was like, "What are you doing here?" He goes, "You know, I'm just getting into stuff. Whatever." Yeah, yeah. Well, getting he, into stuff. He's been on me about getting the factory stocker back out and screwing around with it. And I mean, Owen's uh hes one of the smartest people uh, that I've met. He's um, interesting character and background, mm -hmm. and he just wants to race. Like the guy's got no home. He just wants to be at the racetrack, and it doesn't matter what you're racing. He wants to work on race cars. That's awesome. That is awesome. Sue, what about you? Uh, of course, Lamar, but uh, any drag racing notes before we move forward? Oh, man. Um, you know, ProMod uh, definitely kept it interesting. Um, was it, I think, Castellano ended up uh, going red in the final? Yes. Not I read. So, um, but I will say it was just an action packed weekend. Uh, having the Epping race with uh, the Bristol race just made it that much more exciting. And then throw in the Too Fast, Too Tasty challenge in the mix of everything else. And, you know, it was it, the atmosphere around Bristol was was great. Um, you know, we were out roaming around. We were sitting amongst out in the out in the stands and uh, just taking it all in. And like you do when you go to Bristol and, um, you know, the racing was great. Um, having so much, I mean, it was outside of first round qualifying. Every time you saw the cars go down the track, there was, there was typically a race going on, which was, I thought it was, was fantastic. Meaning, meaningful laps. Yes. Yeah. And, um, you know, so you had people going after it during qualifying, which was, which was very cool. Um, you know, the one thing that was, one of the things that was shocking was with the cruise Pedragon up against Alexis, uh, first round um you saw the he went to do the burnout and all of a sudden you see the front wheels do this wobble and uh they ended up pushing him back and i did see a video that he did later on and he said he, he wasn't sure about making the run um he felt the the steering wheel actually ripped out of his hand and of course in the funny car they got the one hand on the on the uh, on the brake and the others on the wheel and it it actually ripped the wheel right out of his hand and uh he said he went to move the steering wheel and it felt rough. So he didn't thought about staging it, but to be honest, he thought about the safety of both him and Alexis. So um, that was a, that was a, that was definitely a interesting moment, you know, all in all. Uh, but then the all Toyota finals, man, in uh, top fuel, it was, you know, that was impressive. So, um, you know, it's one of those historic events, I will say uh, that wasn't on father's day. So, uh, Hartley had a good points weekend. Oh my goodness. Whew. You're not kidding. My goodness. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Holding two trophies at the end. I told, uh, I told Logan before we went up for the final, I said, you know, I've always, I wanted to win with karate so we could get a picture together in, in victory lane with, with, uh, him and I, 
And I jinxed it because I said, oh, Antron's going to the final. We're going to the final. Maybe this will finally be it. And then we oh, it no. Oh, yeah. no. You said a minute Not that I believe in jinxing it. You don't yeah. believe in jinxing. And yeah, you, yeah you don't believe less it. Less than five minutes later, you're talking about how you jinxed it. <laughs> I, will, I will say, I don't. no one seems to be talking about it, but how bad the track was coming apart. I haven't like, heard that. There was pieces of concrete everywhere if you look in the final what they were scraping in the lane that i ended up taking which i almost again we'll go go into that tomorrow but um the rotator was pulling concrete up out of the out of the left lane mm. and putting it down in the right or out of the right lane and putting it down in the left lane and they had to go out and scrape the, the little pieces Sharks. of concrete that got buried into the rubber oh wow Charlotte, I don't know if I have a picture, but like you look on TV or on NHRA TV and look down all those white spots right along the seams. That's all concrete's gone. It literally peeled up and was gone. Yikes. Ouch. Mm. Ouch. Well, I don't know when the last time that track was resurfaced and I don't want to complain about anything because love the facility and everything they did. But Speedway Motorsports has been pretty good about resurfacing stuff when the time is right. And maybe the time is right, and maybe they need they can fix some bumps at the same time. You know that that oh, the bumps are the biggest bumps are the tunnels, right? Same problem we had in Vegas until Vegas got redone. Anywhere there anywhere there is a tunnel, there's a bump, and there's and you know after a period of time it gets terrible. Like it, it'll get rough. Now Columbus used to be bad with bumps because it didn't have a good base to it, and uh, Atlanta down track. I mean I think Antron, Antron or Tony Schumacher, one of them said it was like a ski jump down there, you know. Um, but outside of that, I, and and honestly, with the pro stock cars, because we have a suspension, because I I'm different than than the fuel cars where they're solid. Um, uh, first run was pretty rough for us, but after that, we we got the between the four link and weight and the shock settings, we were able to smooth the track out really well. Yes, Bobby Graham, what about you? Did you get to watch any drag racing this weekend? Any thoughts on Le Mans, either or? No, we had a dry weekend. I worked 10-hour days, uh, dozer and dump truck all weekend. At least so, you're up moving again. At least you're back moving again. Well, good day. Yep, I, guess yep. I guess we're not going to use Bobby to go to the front of the line anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't over yet. <laughs> Special parking and all that stuff. All right, NASCAR Martin Truex Jr. won out there. The Toyota Save Mart. Uh, 350 Kyle Busch second joy Joey Logano third honestly though I got to see none of it and that's one of my favorite races I love that racetrack especially now that I've been there and seen the drag strip part of it you guys are not coming to Sonoma this year though Michael we talked about that the wine tracks here uh and the seafood tracks you're kind of blown out on and no Seattle either just Denver the mini western swing as in only Denver well I was disappointed about not going to Epping before the race but not uh, obviously after the chaos that ensued up yep. there uh yeah no that, that was disappointing losing all the seafood races yeah well truex wins in cup and uh the next race i guess is nashville and so we'll uh we'll yes. double in on double in on that and uh we'll do fantasy results um i don't know if the fantasy results are even up just yet patrick the webmaster has been hustling along these monday shows let's see there they are here we go Fantasy League results next year. You got to be in this thing. Dirt 99, 378 points. Easy E009360. So congratulations, Dirt 99, on winning the week after uh, 
race, believe it or not, 16, Sonoma. Texas Bugnut, Bad Brad, Royal Flush Racing, Fat Tire 22, Team English, Patrick the Webmaster, Aviator Racing, Race Day San Antonio, Dixie, and Rusty Racing. Rounding out the top 10, the most points was Dirt 99, along with the biggest gainer. He was up eight. Bad Brad is the leader, 210 ahead of Olsen's Trailblazers, 213 ahead of turn left, and 240 ahead of Mr. Fantasy NASCAR. So this bad Brad who finished second last year is trying to make a move and uh, win 2023 with authority. Hockey kid is sixth. Millerman is eighth. Millerman was at the track guys. Millerman wanted me he to was. tell. Yes. Wow. Yes. Millerman was there both days. He was there with his wife on the second day. He says that he hasn't been able to listen to the show as much anymore because he, uh, you know, his, his route is different or something. You know, he doesn't have to drive anymore is the deal. He was uh, you know, over the road and now he's not. And so he's fallen behind, but he apologizes. And he reminded me that he is that he was the very first Patreon. He's like, I was ah. the very first Patreon. I was like, well, you know, the Patreons are co-hosting the show now. And he's like, what? He's like, I was like, yeah, man. So he says he might come back and be, All right. be, a, be a deal. But yeah, uh, He did better than me because apparently I, when I got on after you text me, I, uh, I followed last week's link and I was sitting there and screen was black. I'm <laughs> over here typing some emails, trying to catch up on stuff. I look over and it says ended an hour and 35 minutes ago. I'm like, how did it end? And I got to looking. Oh, that's last week's that's yeah. June 5th. It's a one-time link <laughs> and then it goes away. He sends a new one, Heiner. He sends it's, a new one. You got to Problem definitely occurs between the keyboard and the chair. Yeah, that's right. It's a picnic. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> NASCAR road course racing, Martin Truex Jr. Um, rest of best of the rest. Let's see, uh, you know, mention some names like Dragster Jeff, who is down there. Miss Laura, ninth. Garrett Senkow, 10th. Stubo, you're 13th. Yeah, you're, you're in this. I'm in the 74 points out, out of the lead. Sacramento racing fan who is now going to the, the mile highs. He, yes, is he is locked in 15th, tied with Dragster Jeff. JJ Husker fan 17th, Jambalaya J 18th, Fleet Tree is 21st, Hockey Dad 24th, Southern Racer X up one 27th, Geo 28th, Bullswool 29th, uh, Busher nearly killed her 31st, Easy 0934th, Richardson Saugus 37th, Patrick Webmaster 38th, Pickle Rick 40th, Barbecue Bob 44th, Los Chingones 48th, Zamboni John 49th, Smothered and Covered 51st, WFO Joe 53rd, down two. Still ahead <laughs> of Bobby. You set a, did you set a team? Wouldn't have been if, uh, one of my drivers I picked didn't race, so I didn't notice he wasn't in the race. <laughs> oh, did you have Noah Gregson? Uh, no, uh, Blaney. I don't know if I set a team or not. <laughs> I felt like I set one, but that might have been last week. I'm just all blurring together. And yes, you had barbecue we were... on your mind. That's what it was. I did. Went to, went to a great barbecue joint out there, that Bristol Gardens and Grill, guys. Uh, when I was promoting it last week, it was in theory. And this week, it's now reality. Matt over there, Matt Shy, if you're in Bristol, you got to go and you got to mention, you know, the caps deal and everything because it's very cool. He knows nothing about drag racing. He's a struggling entrepreneur that the, um, the pandemic almost killed his business and, and he, he was able to fight back and he's surviving, but he's kind of off the beaten path. Like there's a main road and he's one block off the main road in a neighborhood, but it's, there's a greenhouse and it's all kinds of stuff. He grows his own everything. So caps rolled in there on Thursday 
And uh, I was there. All the people, my friends from Masters Entertainment showed up. We had a few racers there, uh, race fans out there. Jason Logan came out as well. And we enjoyed barbecue. And it was great stuff. And look at the positive mojo that that worked out because Caps goes on and wins the race. Jake Elrod, just pointing out, okay, I'm not saying I'm good luck. <laughs> That's not what I'm <laughs> But we start to hear it from Heiner show. What happens? Four finals in a row. Jake Elrod comes up, grabs the microphone out of my hand and screams into the microphone, does something funny. He wins the race. Ron Caps selects me to be the barbecue guest, wins the first race of the year. All right? So I'm not saying it's me, but if you wanted to, you could make an argument that it is me. That will be difficult to disprove. <laughs> can I, can I ask a question real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Would it be wrong to um, text message a friend of mine that's a crew chief in another series that got fined and ask him if I can send him $5 to help us find? Yeah, I think you can do that. Okay, good. I'm going to hit send then. Yeah, send. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sent. So you're gonna send five bucks. How much did he get fined? Is it NASCAR? Is it NASCAR? Yeah, Andy Street got fined five grand for uh lug nut something or yeah, he was missing a lug nut in both race. Zero zero one percent or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Way to go, Mike. They they finished eighth and he got fined five grand. So Mm. I text him. He might not respond, he might not ever respond to me again. No, he'll I like to text him during the race and tell him when to pit. Try to help oh. me out <laughs> on off weekends when I'm watching the X- Xfinity race. I'll, I'll text him pit now, pit now. <laughs> <laughs> I like oh, okay. calling strategy by a text. I'm sure. I'm sure I'm on the block list during the race. You might be, you might be <laughs> right. That, that makes perfect sense. Now, wait a minute. We got a message back already. <laughs> he needs all I can get. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, we're gonna we're gonna set up a little goof on me. Yeah, we'll throw in uh, throw, we'll throw, me for we'll throw in five more, five more dollars from the WFO universe. That's right. Yeah, we'll send him we'll send we're him some Patreon money. Yeah, right. I'll tell him we're on a WFO setting up a GoFundMe. Yeah, so now you know he only needs to come up thanks to us, you, yeah. and WFO. He only needs to come up with forty nine hundred and ninety dollars. Yeah, nine hundred ninety dollars. Right. Yeah, yeah, four hundred nine four thousand nine hundred and ninety dollars. Right. Exactly. Joe, I'm sure you can throw in a couple of those WFO bucks. Tell him he gets a cat. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't, though, by the way. I got home. I think I'm keeping all these cats, guys. I don't know what's going to happen. But many, I thought you got rid of a couple. I got, good, I got rid of one. Oh, yes, I got rid that, of he's one. down to three. 25% of the cats I got rid of the babies. Or yeah, you still got mama. Yeah. Oh, he still year, has so. mama. Yeah. Still have mama cat. Who's, who's taking mama? Mama's staying here. Mama lives oh, here. Mama's, mama's going to live here after I live here. I like this is not even my house anymore. Mama Cat lives here. But um, the little babies are so cool, man. They are just nonstop playing and fighting and jumping into the air. There was a deal last week where one was on one side. Jerry was over here and Ben was over there like they were going to have a duel, like they were going to play uh, chicken. And so they began to run right at each other and they were running full speed at each other. And they were like, I've got a great idea. I'm going to jump into the air and tackle this dude, except they both had the same idea at the exact same second. So they jumped into the air and they just smashed into each other in the air and crashed to the ground. And they were having a great uh, time. Okay. It's like WWE with cats. (laughs) It's exactly what it's like. 
Uh-oh. You can keep talking, Sue. I'm, I'm, I'm negotiating. I'm negotiating an interview with Ron Caps as we speak. This is oh, how well, it happens. Well, yeah. then you work on oh, that. We got to do that. Yeah, yeah exactly. I just want to, Heiner, you know, I, you were getting jiggy with it all day yesterday. I, I got pictures, I got pictures of you in front of the stage. You were getting all jiggy with it. I mean, I really wish I would have had a portable couch with us because I really wanted to set up a couch at your trailer and wait for you. You should. You know what? <laughs> Especially right before the final, because for whatever reason, you know, I'm at, I'm at 25%. I gotta, I gotta win something here to get that number back up. Yeah. Uh, we're going rounds, right? And I, I, I think I told Joe and Jason and Jason this last night when we were at dinner. Um, a couple of years ago, I'd have paid anything to get two round wins in a row in one race, right? I mm -hmm. mean, last year, just string something together. And, um, you know, it's you're disappointed when you don't win. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of other teams, cars, drivers that would love to have four finals in a round in a row. I mean, yeah, Erica won, but you know, they would like to have the round. She was the fastest car first round in Chicago and, and didn't get out of the round. So, um, right. so you know, it's, um, it, it's tough. I, yeah. I mean, it's I, disappointing. And I, you know, I was, I, I was disappointed with the loss, but then again, you know, your second in points, uh, we yeah. went around Hartford and, and, um, yeah, I mean it's you know it's up and down, but round wins, right? And I think we had two round wins with the Dodge the whole time. So you know, take it when no. we get it. Big well, picture. I mean, e even coming yeah. out, I mean, your your first qualifying run on Friday was impressive. I mean, Thank you, you were. I, I mean, we we were we were up watching it, and and I was like, okay, that is a good. I'll call it a great warm up run and you guys yeah. are ready to go. I mean, it, it looked good. It really did. I mean, just powering on down the right lane and yeah, we, we, um, it wasn't, it, it wasn't bad. We'll get into the details of it tomorrow, but, um, you know, it's, it's one of those deals we've, we've raced at Bristol. We know it's rough. Um, we actually missed the setup a little bit with the shocks because we didn't go all the way back to what we had done last year and, um, and that we'd done the previous however many years we've raced here. So, uh, it, it was a good lap. And, and honestly, the uh, couple times I've gotten pole has been on the first run. I mean, we either, if, if we either get it on the fourth run or the first run, we don't get it any other time. So mm -hmm. like if the weather is the best on the first run, uh, I think we've got two or three poles because of weather was the best on the first run. And we made the best lap of the group, the first run or it's session four where we've worked kind of into where we're at with, the. Uh, um, the just tune up the setup so forth so uh yeah we're not we're not good on that friday night run i like doing it first or fourth i don't know it's definitely like throwing interesting. it down Heiner. I look mean, the, U, the u.s nationals a win the u.s nationals and obviously the playoff races in the countdown right like that's what everything yeah. is setting up for you've already got yourself erica was talking about it in the media center like every position she can gain is vital to her sixth championship hope. So you guys are sitting second. You're in a really good spot up there and you got yeah. some mission food points too, which is uh cool. Um, and you're getting the hot, the hot track setups too. I mean, Bristol yeah. definitely threw some curbs. I mean, yeah, We're, yeah we've got, I mean, um, <laughs> sorry, uh -oh. Andy streets sending me more messages. <laughs> Yeah, no, I just think, as soon as they get that 200 foot rule, 
What's that? As soon as they get that 200 foot row, you can maybe get some more points out of that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we could do we could do the 300 foot burnout and get yeah. points on that. I'm I'm all for that. I uh, I I think I think for all the pro classes, you've got you have to look now. We're far enough into the season that you really have to try to maximize your setups um, and your points position, right? I mean, it the points obviously matter all the time, but you know we're far enough in that you want to try to stay close to where you're at or move up. Um, and as far as our setups go, I mean, especially with the fuel cars, you know, it's kind of the same guys running fast. So they're, they're kind of dialed in right now. Um, for us, we've been fortunate. We've run fast when it's cool. We've run fast when it's hot, uh, altitude, um, closer to sea level. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, we've, uh, we've, we've, we've been pretty fortunate. Uh, KB's obviously given us a, a, a lot of power. Greg Anderson works his rear end off. On, on this stuff and uh i mean look where, where's greg at in points compared to dallas matt and us right uh yeah. three renters right and and mm -hmm. well I, I guess dallas is a house car so you have a house car and, is... and two renters right behind them right. so you know you can't say that they're holding anything back or keeping anything for themselves or anything like that so um, definitely not here I, breaking know. news ron cap's going to join alan reinhardt and myself tomorrow at uh, the one o'clock show he'll be on at one fifteen p.m. Eastern time uh, before he goes to Hawaii. And so we're going to connect ah. with Ron Caps tomorrow. We'll talk with him about the barbecue and whatever else it was that happened this weekend, him winning his first race of the year. And uh, that was win one number 198 and 199 for Toyota. And so the next win for Toyota is win number 200. And, you know, all these big round numbers, it's a big deal. And yeah. so there was a little debate about what, you know, the funny cars are rolling out first in the finals. Uh, in Norwalk, unless something crazy happens, you know, I don't know why they would do that. And so Caps is probably going to have a shot to be, as will Alexis and JR, to be 200. That is a milestone. So that's something like races you want to win. That's going to be one of them. Pretty cool. Yeah, well, say, yeah. don't, don't rule out Alexis now. Oh, she was good. She and was Mike good. Noticed she was good. Her, her uh, roof hatch. Yeah. Yeah. Most dang time anything oh has ever gotten in NHRA history. Well, how about, how about, uh, how about I sent you that picture, Joe? That was first round. I guess it was a semis when it blew off. So it was, uh, I mean, it mm -hmm. apparently it had been hanging funky. I would have to go back and look at the qualifying video. Um, but that, that roof hatch was kind of hanging funky. Um, oh, okay. I didn't understand oh, what you I sent it to that. me. Yeah. He sent me it a did. great photograph a little bit huh. earlier, which I could probably get up on the screen here in a minute that it was, it was dislodged. That was first round. It looked like as she was going down the track, it was kind of, lifting and moving a little bit and and obviously um you know when you when you've got something that big going that fast uh air moves sucks pushes pulls twists you know air becomes pliable i think at point three mock is what i was told by somebody really smart um so you know once air becomes pliable, pliable you can start doing some crazy stuff with it so what do you mean pliable and well when they like formula one when they do aerodynamic or do uh cfd it's computational fluid dynamics. It's they pretend like it's water because it's when it gets hard. Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Point three mock. It's kind of so, like water. When you hit it fast enough, it's hard. Right. You can you can start you basically can start moving air, like forming air, uh, which is why we have spill plates 
uh, the way the the greenhouse is designed. It's why NHRA has limited us on the greenhouse. It's why NHRA has the rules for the funny cars, where the where their spill plates start and how the how the how the C pillars are tucked in, and all that. That's a matter of creating that downforce, and that's so somebody doesn't cheat and come in closer to try to get more air around. Or if you don't need the downforce, you kick those C pillars out and try to force as much air wide. Like back when I worked in Cup, we would. Um, at the super speedways, we'd put tire screws in the back window to, to have a head sticking up so you could make the air tumble. You create a low pressure, so the high pressure air would go over the top and you would the uh, spoiler would see less uh, less pressure and you would go faster. Oh, my goodness. All right, here's Alexis. And I'm not going to say anything, but I did see a couple uh, canopy cars, top fuel cars that had some raised things. There you go. Oh, interesting. That's right. Oh, wow. at, that's right past the finish line. Oh, and wow. that's second round. So you can that's, see that's it's first round. She, that's first she round. Went, yeah, I didn't even Hit look to single. see what it looked like second round, but that was first round. Wow. That's like we would say. It looks a little cattywampus up there. <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely yeah. cattywampus. That yeah, part of me, right? So, Michael, what are the chances? Give me a percentage. You know, like is it zero percent chance? that that was something that was happening on purpose to create some sort of aerodynamic advantage. No, it's not no. 0% chance. No. Oh no, no, that's 0%. That, that, that thing okay. that uh, my guess is the hinge got screwed up and nobody caught it. Okay. Because I mean, think about it. They, she pops out of that thing at the top end. So the thing stays upright, right? Mm -hmm. Nobody looked, yes. they roll back with the thing with the door, with the door flipped up. And then they, it doesn't flip down until they take the body off. Well, nobody's looking for that when they chuck the body over onto the, onto the deal. You want that down. There's, I, I can't see any reason yeah. why they would want that up. Okay. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's, it seems to me the way it's angled, it would catch air if it was open. Yeah. You, you don't want, yeah. you don't want anything in that area right there to be, I mean, you would have to get one of the Toyota engineers or slugger or somebody that that's smarter than I am, but that, that right there, at least on one of our cars, that would be like a, I mean, that'd be like a big windbreak. I wouldn't want anything. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I know they got 11,000 horsepower, but you still don't want anything stopping the air right across there. Excellent. Dragster Jeff on board, jumping on. He's got his camera enabled. We'll do a quick yeah. check-in with Dragster Jeff. He's not Dragster. worried about roof hatches. No, yeah. definitely not. What's up, Dragster <laughs> Jeff? How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. How's my microphone? It's good. Very good. Yeah, no issues. Okay. Yeah. That's good. We, we've taken care of some technical issues. Oh, no, we had a good we had a good weekend up at Reading. Uh, got the race in. There was one little uh, one little rainstorm hit right after we got the car unloaded on Thursday. But Friday night and Saturday night were good shows that ended about eight with a lot of locals out. They had the um, Reading Roadster guys, some really old dudes. The guys, the club that started the original track in 1948. They had them bring some of their uh, roadsters out and paraded them around before the opening ceremonies. Uh, we had jet dragsters. I got to get in the tower and announce for, uh, I don't know, most of the, I think semis and all the way to the finals did the jet car twice. I did you proud. I don't know whether it's, you've seen the video. No, <laughs> where do I see that? Nice. That's great. We're getting, everybody's announcing now. Uh, I, I announced a long time ago. I just, I could tell they were shorthand in Logan. Their regular announcer wasn't there. And I, I unfortunately uh, turned the red one on in the first round. Oh, no. After put seeing the points box. leader go red in front of me, you know, I got all excited and went red right behind him. Oh. 
<laughs> yeah, Ouch. darn it. Darn. So the You're guy not supposed to follow place. that. <laughs> so we found out who was chasing points all the way up there. It was quite a tow. But, um, no, Dragster Jeff's uh, Dragster Jeff Kreider, I think, on the YouTube. It's it's there somewhere. Oh, I put a link okay. out there. Oh, we'll have to check it out. Yeah. yeah. Did he all fire? Who's on yell, fire? Did you did, yell no, fire? Did you, did you, did oh, you did I yell fire? Yeah, absolutely. Because Jeff, I mean, come on. <laughs> I give him my own rendition of fire. I got a lot of compliments coming back, a bunch of back slaps and free drinks. Uh, the track did give oh, me a free T-shirt, so nice. they paid the announcer. Mike English knows I don't. I don't work for free. Oh, good. Patreons, <laughs> Patreons are allowed to use the fire. We're gonna yell. drag Mike English into this. <laughs> well. He was he was in Bakersfield announcing this weekend, and I was at Reading. <laughs> the oldest funny. drag strip NHRA drag strip in the nation, by the way. Reading, yeah, I saw yeah, it. 1953. Okay. They started crazy. racing there in '48. It was a pretty cool deal. Wow. wow, a heritage series event, you know, all that old guys rule stuff. <laughs> I got to hop in JD Zink's junior fuel car and warm it up. As the guy who was driving it for him was also in Nostalgia Eliminator won the 760 index in his altered. And he went to the final one, two Wallies. Um, it was a pretty cool deal. I had a blast, <laughs> even though nice. I lost first round. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Very good, Dragster Jeff. Yeah. Uh, congratulations. Yeah, we, on you, that. Don't, you don't want to be in the penalty box. You want to be down there racing. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Announcing is for losers. It was fun. There was a family oh, from Reading that raced now. with us. Those that can't do it now? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> can't do it now. <laughs> Burn. Salone says. Oh. told me that too. He's like, I'm the worst bracket racer ever, and so I announced instead. I don't think Lones liked it when I asked him what the SAP was on the supplemental audio on the deal was. No. Do you guys know how long ago Mike English quit racing? You, you were young. Joe, really? you were young. <laughs> I thought he still has his Cavalier that he races down the track every yeah. once in a while. Well, he never races with us. I don't know where he goes. They closed LA County <laughs> oh, man. a long time ago. That is that is funny. All right, we're on the stopwatch. We're coming up on one hour, believe it or not. So we're probably going to blow right through that, but we're going to start winding it down. Formula One this weekend, correct? We got Father's Day. We got mm -hmm. Formula One in Canada. So they're here in North America which is kind of cool. And uh, Mike uh, Race Guitar has been sort of involved in this, like, cause he's a truck driver and there's shipping and stuff. And Ferrari has been sending boxes and whatnot, which is kind of cool. He's been monitoring the deal, but uh, you know, this, the, the wall of champions, that's the big part of the circuit. Gilles Villeneuve is the wall of champions. And if you overstep the line, you're going to be right in it. Yeah. That's, that's an awesome corner. I'm just curious. I'm curious with these cars as wide as they are. And as as fast as they can go through medium speed um, chicanes, what that wall is going to be like? Like, is it going to be colored at the end of the weekend? Oh, it's going to be colored. Oh. It's going to have. I'm, I'm guessing FP one. There's going to it's going to be at least somebody eat it. That's probably a way the wall of champions. Yeah. Yeah, and Ferrari riding high after their Le Mans victory. Of course, they're going to come out and really yeah. get after it. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. learn how to chew up tires. Yeah, yep, really some more. Hey, <laughs> box, box. They should be box, box. They might, they might be all right there. I mean, it's if it's cool and there's a lot of straight line, 
Yeah, I mean, I, that might favor them more than any place else they're going to go. Right. I love the caveat. It might favor them more than any place else. Uh, favoring that having been the case, they will still be behind the Red Bulls and the Mercedes and, you know. Well, we need to see. We need to see if the Mercedes deal is real. Everybody's all, you know, Mercedes, Mercedes, Mercedes. Let's just cool the Jets on that. They still were. I mean, realistically, Lewis was still 15 seconds behind Max mm -hmm. at the end of the race. Yes. I mean, you have you seen the video of the guy on the hill where he like as Max goes by, he takes his beer candy, opens it, and drinks and drinks and drinks and drinks, and then Lewis goes by. Like, no, it's hilarious. Like <laughs> that's the that real one. gap. Uh, Four so, swigs of beer. Yeah, like not, not like he like I th I'm pretty sure he finishes the beer in four in four drinks. That it took he drank the beer in four he drinks. Chugged a beer in yeah. the amount of time between yeah. the first and second. I'll see if I can find it and send it to you. Yeah. Oh man. So that could be track dependent. Like do it on multiple tracks, just like we talk with drag racing. Like you anybody can luck into or or win a win a race in in the right conditions where somebody else is struggling. Do it in multiple conditions, multiple air, you know. Prove it, prove it outside of once. Got it. Yeah. Now I, I will see. Well, Gage Herrera, the streak comes to an end. Undefeated, 15 rounds. That was the streak. So maybe Red Bull, maybe they will have their streak come to a conclusion. Only if they crash into each other. Well, yeah, that's, exactly. That's, that's what happened <laughs> no, with Gage, I mean, right? The drag racing well, equivalent, a red light start. Well, red light, yeah. meaning crash, but yeah. And Steve-O, <laughs> he was beside himself. That's That dude's a character. He's off his rocker. <laughs> yes. Poor Jock He's... and Emma trying to keep that thing pointed straight yeah. and Ugh. on the rails. Mm. But I like Steve a lot. Like that's the thing. It's like some people don't know how to handle him. Like this oh, is a crazy person. What am I supposed to do? And it's just like, go with it, man. Just yes. go with it. Just I try to help him with his computers, and he he had he pulls out six of the oldest computers I've ever seen. <laughs> and he's got pieces of information on each. I said, Steve, why don't we make these all in one computer and then get a new computer that's like nice? He's like, no, no, I got, you know, this is here and this is there. And, you know, from 1943s on this one and 1968s on this one. I'm like, Steve, what are we doing? <laughs> Did you ever get him back on one computer? I mean, no, but Emma, um, what's Emma's last name? The uh, blonde lady, Tol Tolbert. I think her husband used to work in, in uh, Top Fuel or he might okay. still. I don't know. I Sorry, Emma. I don't remember, but yeah, she's over there trying to like keep him on the rails. And I gave Steve a couple books to read uh, to try to help him move forward with the things. Books that were <laughs> with books life. that were given to me when I started racing by Jay Watson when I worked for Ben Watson. That actually were, were quite helpful. There's a book called Blink by um, Gladwell. What's his name? Morgan Morgan Gladwell. Malcolm. Nah, look that up. Malcolm Gladwell. Uh, that's really for a racer. The book Blink is fantastic. If you have to make decisions on your race car like that, read the book. I mean, it's 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 well worth the read to understand how to how to make decisions and process information in, in a in a fast way. There you go. All right. So uh, Giovanni in Miami is on vacation this week, guys. Luxuriating somewhere in the sand on the beach. Uh, hmm. I see him down there. He has logged on for a very short amount of time. We're gonna pot him up. And then we're going to wrap it up. Doesn't he live in Miami? He does. But Miami yeah, people still go to the beach. You just go alone. Yeah. Giovanni in Miami, where are you? Which beach do you go to? Which beach are you at, Giovanni? Um, hello, WFO Universe. 
I am somewhere about in the West Palm Beach, actually specifically Riviera Beach, Florida. Vera Beach. Where are you right now, though? Are you out on the beach? Are you in the sand? I'm on a bucket. Looks like you're on the Death Star. He's in a bucket. Well, that's that's the reflection in his glasses because it's so dark out there. It's only the reflection of the phone in his glasses. Right. Are you on the sand as we speak? Okay. The building. It is kind of the Death Star with R2 D2. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Your cell service is not very good. This is the way. Yeah, exactly. I have spoken. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I tried using that on Logan over the weekend. I have spoken anyway. We are screwed. That's the spinning circle. Yeah, I saw saw Heiner on TV yesterday. I was on TV? Yeah, multiple times. Yeah, (laughs) I I got a clip of you. And and, a good-looking kid, so you must be married to, like, a hot lady. (laughs) (laughs) My wife's not hard to look at. My wife's not hard to look at. Is King of the Hill reruns well, on or know, what? Uh, look, I know, I know what I'm talking about. You know, I, you know, my kids good looking too, and it's not because of me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. Unfortunately, I my child looks in, exactly uh, in like the me. Finals there, another final for Heiner. Way to go, dude! Our crew chief extraordinaire. Thanks, sir. And uh, I saw a lot of the Lamar and uh, the Jimmy Johnson Camaro was winning all day, and then in the night, poop happened. Man, they broke apart. And they were out for like an hour, and they ended up like in the 30s. But they were they were leading the class for a while there. Yeah, good set. Well, we figured out apparently they weren't in any class other than their own, but they were. Oh, definitely is that what ahead. it is? Yes. <laughs> now we were all on the same. We thought they were all Michael, myself, and and uh, maybe it had been misreported or something that they were in GT, but they were not. They were their own thing, but they, they were ahead of the GT. To GT. Yeah. Yeah, no, they were kicking ass for a long time. But then they broke. But uh, the Ferrari won, and that was great. Absolutely. I'm sure you guys already covered all this. But anyway, yes, we did. Do sports I collision. To, uh, I did. Oh, sports collision. Oh, the heat is on right now. It looks like I'm predicting that the heat, you know, they're going to find their shot tonight, and they're going to bring it back to Miami even if they lose. How about that? All right. All That's the Florida it. teams are down 3-1. to one. The Panthers, the, the Ice Cats could not pull out the, the miracle in the – in game four, they were down three nothing, and they got two goals, and almost broke through with a, another fourth goal, there, a, a tying goal there at the end. With once they had pulled the goalie, but uh, it was not to be. So the Cats go to Vegas down three to one. The, the Heat are right now in Denver down three to one, but they're having a pretty decent uh, first quarter. They were down a, about ten early, but uh, I saw them making the comeback right now, and they're getting a very good play at the end of the first. The Heat were. And so the Heat are, I, I, you know, unfortunately, it's been a little bit sad over the weekend since the last time we uh, all got together, at least for the South Florida sports fans, uh, with their with the Heat. And uh, but the Heat, man, all season long, really, they were, you know, not really that great. But then in the playoffs, the the shooting, they were shooting lights out, and uh, all those guys that were undrafted free agents and Cinderellas, they turned into pumpkins this series, and they haven't <laughs> hit anything. <laughs> Tell us well, how you really feel making about it that. tough, yeah. Yeah, no, it sucks, man. Are you kidding me? I wanted to like k- kill somebody the other night, but <laughs> you guys are at least in finals. I'm a Cleveland fan, man. I mean, I got the Browns, the Guardians, the uh, 
you guys I, I guess won. the Blue Jackets have had some have, good runs. You have had the most recent championship of uh, all of us. Yeah, but Sue's I mean, Eagles. No, Sue's Eagles. I mean, we shouldn't. Recently, did, didn't yeah, the ho- hockey should not be between yes. a desert team and a sun and beach state. <laughs> That's right. Come on. <laughs> and why are we having the hockey finals in June? It's 9,000 degrees in Vegas. I mean, what are it, we doing? It really doesn't you know, make any sense. The Canadians really pissed off right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Have you met KI? Oh. Yeah, I have. Or Owen. What's it all about? Or, or Latino. There's a lot of Canadians. Nice goal, eh? Yeah. yeah, take <laughs> off. That might be the best thing I've heard all weekend. Yeah, <laughs> Gio doing A. Hey, <laughs> nice goal, eh? <laughs> Gio. All right, Gio, any final thoughts? No, the Yanks are sucking. They can't win without Aaron Judge. But, uh, you know, we knew this. And, uh, no, that's it. I'm enjoying the beach. I got a little bit of, uh, of the sunburn, but not like all these crackers out here. These people are like milky white. <laughs> Their skin is like hot pink, and instead of getting in the shade, they're like putting on Actors. like a more crystal oil and going out in the sun. I don't understand it. Like, what's wrong oil. with you? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm like, cover yourself up, please. Well, they're going to be crispy crackers, Gio. You know, crackers. <laughs> all right, sorry, the white breads. <laughs> No, it's all right. Hey, I put sunscreen on every time I go up this or start every, every race day. I put sunscreen on. Are you? Are you? Yeah, fighting? dude. Of course, none of us want to get the big casino on the skin. That's, that's exactly no. right. It's very powerful out there. You can't. But those of my... us that deal with the South Florida sun all the time, we know it just you know it's it's quickly just stay out of the sun as as quick as much as possible. You get hey, sunburned with a hat on under an umbrella. On sports here, court, right? I just want everybody to know that the Indians are in second place in the Central. Oh. Who are the Indians? <laughs> yeah, Guardians. Oh, the the former, the team formerly known as the Indians. The team right. formerly known as the Indians. That that works. I'm gonna put a Chief Wahoo sticker on my race car. There you go. There you go. I think you should do it. Do you have one of those old school Chief Wahoo hats? Mm, I'm sure I do somewhere. If Logan hasn't commandeered it and put you it in his wear car. It. Bobby Lagana wears his New York Yankees uh, hat. I, I, well, between him and the McGay Hayes, I catch grief from all these Yankees loving people. Yeah, there's a great George Steinbrenner said it. There's only one New York Yankees, and there's a whole bunch of Cleveland Indians. So. Oh, hey, I'm just wow. glad we're not the farm team for the Yankees anymore. Apparently, we're the farm team for the Mets now. So Yeah, there you yeah. go. Well, well, all right, yeah, well, Gio. Well, they can hey, spend $365 million and still suck. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey well, Gio, I'm just worried you... they're going to trade Bieber because everything here around the house is talking about them trading Bieber. I'm like, oh. Jose Ramirez and, and Shane Bieber should be here, like, can we not trade our, our people? Sue, <laughs> so you got a question for Gio. Yeah, Gio, what about the big news? Major League Soccer, Lionel Messi oh, going yeah, to oh, Miami. Hey, Come on. Oh, you know what? How Lionel Messi. That? Come to Miami. <laughs> I knew there was some big stuff going on, but since I'm We're not just talking in, about in the this whole last night, Joe. But yeah, I think you're the one who pointed it out. I know. The but... greatest thing to ever happen in the history of uh, U.S. soccer, apparently. Lionel Messi, the greatest current soccer player, I guess you could argue. His team, he just a few months ago led Argentina to the World Cup, and now he's coming to South Florida. Coming to Miami, he's taking his talents to South Beach. That's what I did to you, Mike That's what you did last night. Why did we have to do that again? (laughs) (laughs) As long as I get a reaction, he's taking his talents to South Beach. It wasn't funny the first time. It's not funny this time. You got shell-shocked. 
people don't like that, Joe. You know, it's I, I, it brings up bad memories. Especially people from Cleveland. Well, it's yeah. funny. Well, it's just all your perspective. It's funny because he went there. We were so happy when he said that. We were all like, "Yeah, we got LeBron, baby. We're gonna win not four, not five. Uh-huh. He, he wasn't right. wrong. You didn't win four or five. No, yeah. no, we won two though. We won two, and we were in four. One more than he won here. Fucking yeah. JJ Barea, man. Jeez. Oh, there it is. Oh, there it sorry, is. Oh. Well, there <laughs> it is. You, you know, had... I'm sorry. I still have like trauma <laughs> over that. Like, how does JJ Barea? You know, this is why LeBron can never be the best of all time. <laughs> he got posted up by JJ Barea and looked silly in a finals, man. That would never have happened to Jordan. Whoever had the F word on Gio's bingo card, you, uh, you know, get paid. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. That's like Bucky Dent. That's just his name, you know? Like, that doesn't even count. <laughs> Bucky, Bucky effing uh, dent. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, you had something you wanted to complain about. I don't even remember anymore. I can't. You should start. I'm, I'm having a great. You should time do squares for what Gio's going to say on on Monday. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Squares exactly. Um, see, the vacation is clearly working. You went there. You had all these angry uh, complaints, and you've forgotten them all. I did. I really did. Like the the water is soothing, and it's refreshingly cool. And uh, yeah. Now, I think there's some BS going on because they have, like, these turtle nesting areas all over the beach. And I mean, like, just everywhere. And, you know, now I'm starting to really doubt, like, really? Like, come on, like, are there that many turtles just nesting everywhere? Or are they just, like, just not putting these things, like, periodically somewhere just so that, you know, to avoid areas? Yeah, just for fun as a gag to make they sure. Just, they just see where you're at and they put it there. Right. That's <laughs> You know... <laughs> I'm just saying at some point, like, you know, if there's a few, but I mean, like, there's really like a lot, but I don't know. I'm going to go out and search because the guy said that the turtles, if I go out between like, he said like one or two in the morning that I can actually see the turtles. So that's my plan tonight is I'm going to go see if this is like real or, you know. Oh man, or memorize. Like you could end you know how on the beach when they have when everybody turns the light off so it doesn't mess with the turtles? Yeah, he's going to be out there with his phone light on, like, come here, turtle, come here. He did turn it on. I'm not going to chase the turtles. I know not to act a fool with the wildlife. It's got to be on the news. Here it comes. But I definitely yeah. want to see if there's a real or not. Like, I believe that there's this many nesting turtles. He's going to be walking on the beach. He's going to hear snapping under his feet. He's going to look down. He's going to be stepping on baby turtles. <laughs> crushing no, eggs. Crushing them. Turtles. That's right. They're nesting. They're supposed to be laying hey, eggs. Like the I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that's we had that fun. on the motor Actually, I had, I had on two Saturday, of them. One on flew Sunday. into the side, one flew into the front. I had to peel them off when I was getting gas. Uh, oh, no. We you, had you one that went thud. If you kill turtles, you know. Right off the motor home. What, what'd you say, Joe? <laughs> I said you, Gio could go to the clink if he accidentally kills a turtle, so don't mess with them. Uh-oh. They're protected creatures. I think I'm not going to touch them or anything. I just want to see if it's true. Yeah, you know? Don't touch them. That's all. Don't touch them. <laughs> All right, yeah, good job. I'm, I'm definitely go. not going to take video of myself acting a fool down there, all right? How about that? Good, good. There's so many jokes that can be had right now. It's always, I know, it's endless. All right, back to vacation, Gio. All right. There he goes. Later, Joe. We're, hey, anyway, we're on a hey, stopwatch. WFO, everyone. Love you guys. There he goes. Giovanni WFO, Gio. Giovanni in West Palm. He's you know what could be the best reality show if we could get Steve Johnson and Geo together for like a weekend and oh. follow them around with cameras? How great could that be? Speaking that two different awesome. languages, it sounds like English. 
I'm too tired to think about that. Right <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I drove all day. What'd you do? I was dealing with the airport chaos. Those airport oh. people, man. Oh my gosh. Ed, I was texting with Eddie. Eddie got stuck in Charlotte and he didn't get home. He I mean, I was halfway, I was halfway through Kentucky because I Google Maps took me on some effed up way, but um, <laughs> what were you doing? Gone through to Kentucky. Uh, it had me go up 23 to 119. So you go through Tennessee to Virginia and then Kentucky, then West Virginia, and then rather than just go 81 to 77. And I realized that like 40 minutes after I left the hotel, because Logan and I were talking, I'm like, why am I still on 23? And I'm looking around. I'm like, oh, come on, man. So at that point in time, it took it would take longer to cut across because it's all hollers yeah. down there. So hollers. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Derek says, use Waze Heiner. And Megan is laughing hysterically. Derek says, Gio, we need video proof or it didn't happen. I agree with that. I, I mean, yeah. just we, don't distract. Do we really want Gio videoing things. Don't well, it all depends well, on what it is. You want somebody following him, that's all. Not that again, Steve O and <laughs> right. I'm, I'm, I'm scheduled to Gio. go up there on Thursday. Is the Steve O and Geo show that would be a, a riot. I don't know. I don't think Geo <laughs> would be able to handle it. I think he would, it would, it would get crazy real fast. All right, can let's please, final can we, thoughts. Can we please make that happen? Like, that would be fun. G, what, the, what races did Geo come to? Does he come to Gainesville or anything? He, he used to come to Gainesville on a pretty regular basis, but then that kind of stopped with, uh, I don't know why it stopped, but it kind of stopped. Geo, he's, he's they there. They keep I mean, trying to convince him to come. I mean, yeah, he doesn't I'm like gonna, I'm going to ask, like I'm going to ask Steve. He's not really that into it. I'm going to ask okay. Steve if, if I can have a friend come hang out with him for the weekend. And Steve, <laughs> if Steve will say yes, see if we can get Gio over there so we all can be entertained. I don't know if Gio could handle Steve. I we need to bring him to Dallas because we got. But a yeah, long I was gonna say, let's bring him to Texas. Oh, Dallas would be so fantastic. Dallas would be perfect. Come on, we got to make it happen. Well, so Jason Logan was mentioning my nephew. He's like, "How old is your nephew?" Because his son is like twelve, thirteen, and Logan Michael Heiner's son is twelve, thirteen. And Gio's son is about to turn 13 from 12. Mm -hmm. And so uh, that, that could be kind of fun to have the kids all run around at the track. And that was mentioned yesterday. I was going to see if the Greg had come to one of these races at some point. But uh, maybe the Giovanni goes. Texas. Yeah, I need a lot of stuff, people, to break up the, uh, the, the 11 days. We should get to come with Gio and send them over to Steve Spit. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then the rest of us will all go do something fun. Absolutely. <laughs> I like to go over to Steve's pit anyway and yell and scream and get him spun up like a top and then walk away. <laughs> really entertaining. I mean, that's right. a lot of entertainment. You're not right, and it. he was pitted on the same row as us this weekend. So I could just walk over there, spin him up and walk away. Okay, let's do that in Norwalk. That'll be a hear it from Heiner from the pits. <laughs> I'll follow you with the camera. You'll go to Steve, you'll spin him up. I'll record the whole thing. And uh, then we'll walk away and then we'll play it on the show and we'll why don't we do why don't we just go in the trailer in his trailer and do hear it from Heiner in the trailer, me and him. Oh, I love it. There oh, it that'd be great. See, look, we're expanding. We're expanding. Yeah, Hartford was like, Yeah, Heiner's got his own show, huh? And I was like, Yeah, he's got everybody loves him. You know, he's made four finals since the Heiner show has yeah. been created. So match, Magic. match just, match just upset I got more personality than he That's does. That's like four thumbs up. That's really <laughs> yeah. All right, final thoughts, guys, because I'm about to pass out. Dragster Jeff. Go for Here, it. Here's what I got. I got one minute of me yelling fire. You want to see it? Yeah, of course. Okay, it's this is the first time the Jets came up. Did it play? Nope. No, it's uh, that's your regular no. screen. Thanks, <laughs> Jeff. Uh, you, you have a nice. You know, you can hit now. the present button. Push the wrong button. 
You can hit the present button and share it. There's Where's a- that at? <laughs> no, he's, he's got an iPad. Oh. Though. I don't think it's it's going to work. I never yeah. realized that button was there. Here no. we go. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. For Jeff. <laughs> here we go. Turn up the volume. Here we go. We see it. It's on mute. You got to unmute. Yeah, unmute oh, it. Damn it. Right there. There you go. That's it. Here we go. Uh, the car's already oh, gone. Oh, he's gone. No, nice. go back. No, it's all right. This is okay. Come back. Here we go. It wouldn't be a show if we didn't have a couple glitches. That's right. Come on. Like right here. Here yeah. we are. Yes. <laughs> that's great yes that's okay great. that was my first lap i think i sold it better on the second lap 41 <laughs> for the beast <laughs> all right i gotta go i'm out of bourbon oh we're gonna do a final thought michael Heiner, anyway. final thought. oh final thought uh man ferrari's gotta hire the le mans strategist i don't know they gotta do something um I saw, uh, what was the last guy, the last guy in charge of Ferrari? Matteo Bonotto. Matteo. He turned down Audi on the, on the thing. Called him a bunch of clowns, apparently. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm still trying to find the actual audio of that, but I, I saw it in like three different articles. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, week off, Father's Day, so... Uh, Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Uh, I think for my Father's Day, my son wants to put on the uh, Taekwondo sparring gear and beat the snot out of me. So, yeah. Yeah. Good time. Nice. Enjoy. Good times. Yeah. It is. He's, well, he's lifting. You. He's now going across the street and lifting weights with my father-in-law. So oh, wow. he feels that now that he's getting, you know, he's getting some hair in some places and getting getting some weights lifted. <laughs> you know, he's feeling a little froggy with himself. So. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, good. And hopefully, hopefully Bill Lee comes to some race at some point in time, or she needs to start texting me during the weekend and causing chaos because that it was entertaining for me. Well, good. Um, I, we must have an earth track. Happy Father's Day to you, Michael. Yes. And to everyone. Thank you, guys. All right. And congrats. We'll see you later. On a great run. Keep it going, buddy. Yeah, keep it going. Yep. We'll be on tomorrow. All right. Yeah. Put your questions. I'm going to kick you out. Uh, questions later, Michael. Designer, uh, on last week's show. And that's where I will go. I will go to last week's show to find the questions. Bobby Graham, final thought. Okay, I'm trying to make this short because I'm usually long-winded. And uh, are you talking no, too much not. and too loud? Nobody thinks or, that. Or maybe that's just what my wife says. That uh, is probably <laughs> true. Okay, but the last couple shows had me thinking how much that families stay together in wow. in the hobby that y'all do, or racers do and they get along with their work choices and also with their businesses ventures and i was thinking about that and i had i've been thinking along with some personal odds observations lately okay okay you younger crowd this is for a lot of you and i'll get to you older folks later if one of your older folk has a business for possessions cars or whatever hobbies that you're into uh, go ahead and make sure and talk to the person that is. Get involved with them, okay? Let them know that you're interested in it and what they're doing, okay? And, and let them know possibly that you would like to carry this on after maybe their time is over with, okay? And don't just say that. Be interested in it. 
go there, help him, get involved, learn what the deal is, learn his trust, get his trust, not learn his trust, but get his trust, okay? And, and show some interest. And believe me, it's not going to hurt their feelings. And I've noticed this as I got older. I wish, you know, what I would have been told a lot, or I wish I would have told older folks when, when I was younger that I was interested in it, okay? But because we start wondering where our stuff is going to go after we're gone. We hate to build all this stuff, gather all this stuff, be it so little or big, and and not want it to go to somebody that's going to take interest in it and continue with it, okay? So believe me, and don't just go there because you just want it for monetary, because we will know. The older <laughs> folks that own this, they will know. Okay, now, now for you older folks, don't just try to push off on the younger crowd and get them involved. Find out and really show them the good points and see if they're involved. And, and it will make them also feel a little better also. And, it, and if they are, just nurture them and get them and make your effort worthwhile. It's all a decision we all are going to have to make at one point in life. Okay. So, and you don't, we don't want to leave what we've done matter, no matter how little that it, and feel that it was unimportant. So, but we want to leave it to somebody that has a clue and interest, you know, that will make it worthwhile for them also. And that's my word of wisdom for today. Wow, Bobby, that's deep stuff right there. Good stuff. Yeah, I had too much time job. on the dozer this week. So right. So, let me see. Let me summarize. All you kids out there, find someone who's got stuff that you like and you want it, and go tell them that when they pass away that you want their stuff, and see how it well, goes. Well, it was not that, but you want them to be in. <laughs> I don't I think that was that like wasn't that. what he was. For. I'm not going to give it to you. Well, I'm not going to. Oh my, sir! You I really like your little, car. When you pass away, may I have it? What? Well, I, Bobby, I'm you, joking. You know, the older you get, that's not that hard of a feeling. You know, I'm totally. I get. I saw Dragster Jeffrey oh. acting down there. Totally get it. I'm not that old, but old enough that you definitely want. You start thinking about all your stuff, man. Where's it going to go? It's going to go in a junkyard. I have a buddy in Oregon who gave his 55 Chevy, wanted to leave it to his nephew when he died. So before he died, he gave it to him. And now they race together. Oh. You know? And it's way more fun than him waiting for Uncle Carl to die. They're off having a good time. It's a wonderful thing, Bobby. Yeah. No, that's right. That was a really good words of wisdom, Bobby. I just had to, you know, I had to make it funny. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to, but I couldn't figure yeah. out how to make it. Work. <laughs> Megan's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> so uh, these I things, want your that, stuff, you know, I want your stuff. Yeah, but as you be... get older, you realize it doesn't have the same meaning when somebody tells you that as it did if I would say thirty-five or forty. I want right. your stuff, and I believe might have no fist to cuff. It, you know? right. No, that that's that's genuine words of wisdom. Good job, Bobby Graham. I appreciate that, and um, and it's true. And that's the. I'm glad you addressed the old folks too, because I hear so often right now, P 
people say, oh, this young generation, you know, they're not interested in anything. And, you know, they're not. A lot of them aren't. They're just looking at their phones. You got to give them something to be interested in. That might mean like taking them and grabbing them and showing them and be like, come do this. And they might fall in love with it or they might not. And then that's their problem. You know, if they don't like what you like and you give it an effort. Oh, well, but you yeah. never know. That's the thing about with us, with the cars. I don't run into too many people that get to play with cars and they say, nah, I don't like it. Um, some don't, but most people that get to put their hands on a car, a cool car, fun car, race car, something, uh, hot rod, they usually keep on doing it. It's it's fun. It's it's good. It's what, what, what am I going to do with an eight, 860 index dragster? I can't wear the fire suit anymore. It's too hot for me to sit out there in the sun in June and July and race that thing. So I've got a couple junior dragster kids that are coming up just about to get their license. Well, dragster Jeff's drag school. Somebody, I'll, I'm going to build me a customer to buy that thing for me when I quit driving it. You there know? you go. And you'll probably have more fun out there watching them than you did when you was racing it. Oh, I have a blast letting anybody drive my race car. Absolutely. It goes straight every time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And this is where I could zing in about them having a better chance at winning too, but I won't do that. Because, yeah. you know, because my best racing. Oh, Joe, I know my best racing days are uh, late nineties, early two thousands. I was a killer. Me too. Now I go to the quarters a lot. That's that. It's just the way it is. And the I'm kids dumb you know, to go fishing. It's not even that. Their yeah. brains are not full of all these extra things. Their brains are not full of all these extra things like, uh, you know, everyone else's brain is. All right. Good job, Bobby Graham. Good job, Dragster Jeff. What about yep. you, Sue? What do you got? Let's hear uh, Sue Morris' final thought. Oh, man. Well, you know, again, Bristol Bristol was great. Um, was fantastic getting out to the track. Um, the show, Heiner was, every time I looked on NHR TV yesterday, also I saw was Heiner in, uh, in front of Logan. And, uh, you know, doing it up and doing the t-shirts and I, I will say at one point <laughs> they had this guy they were doing their game show thing this guy had this patriotic shirt on and he won the prize and they said well you need to put the shirt on oh i saw that <laughs> and logan said, we're making tv here and i was just like <laughs> it was it was an absolute riot but that was just the vibe of the weekend was having fun, a lot of competition going on. And uh, overall, it was it was great. It was a great Bristol event, as always. So, yeah. uh, you know, we are looking forward to uh, moving on. I hope uh, everybody out there who's a father, you all have a happy Father's Day. Uh, spend some time with your family. Enjoy. Hope you all get a lot of hugs. And uh, love coming your way and um, thinking of y'all. So, yeah. Happy Father's Day. And and I'll just share with you, uh, you know, the the Life's a Drag podcast. They'll probably be talking about all this because, you know, we talk about racing and they talk about just they don't talk about any racing. They talk about all this kind of stuff. <laughs> we had a very fun. Like Seinfeld. Show it, it really is. Um, <laughs> I like listening to it, though, because there's a lot of hijinks that, you know, we get in. But. I'm not going to talk about my own hijinks, but they'll talk about it, right? Like uh, it's just inappropriate coming from me, but from them, it's cool. Um, but there were a lot of really great entertainment value moments. That guy with the shirt off, Brittany and Antron at pre-race. There were a lot of really 
good entertainment value moments for the NHRA.TV audience. However, such as the current circumstances with the social media world, Jason Logan is perusing the Facebook and he comes across a group of some sort that is like NHRA fans, something that I have never heard of. And he's scrolling and finds one guy who hates him. One. <laughs> he hates him. Right. There's well, only one. This guy, one? Made, this guy has made a post about Jason is the DJ is annoying. Right. And so he's now <laughs> fixated on this guy. Yeah. Oh. This guy. He doesn't like me. What's wrong with this guy? Right. And Monica's <laughs> like, oh, I did see that one. Yeah, the DJ, he's played. And so now the comments are all coming in, right? And some are like, oh, I like him. And I like the music he plays. And and he's like, no, I hate the guy. And so it's like this thing. And Jason is like uh, fixated on it. And I'm laughing at him until somebody attacked me. He goes, oh, you caught some flack on here too. And the guy is attacking my voice. It's grating. He doesn't like the big buildup. Like it's a fight. You know, he, he just whatever negative. And so we. We found the one negative thing in an otherwise positive weekend and focused on it. <laughs> Fixate on it. As you sure it wasn't Jason posted that himself just to build? That's right. For the fake no, ID. Definitely not. Definitely not. He wasted too much time on it. He's Boring. a pretty inventive dude. I think he could probably do that and do He's it be arguing with himself. Monica, boring people they are in Yoda speak. Very true, Monica. Very true. Uh, I wanted to bring up something before we leave. Like these kids that got the, the Colombian aircraft for kids that were trapped in the jungle for 40 days and somehow survived. You guys up on this one? Mm -mm. It was a small. No. Okay, it's amazing that you guys have. Uh, your, I, I now can see that you're on Apple News or what? It's everywhere. It's everywhere. It was on. It's everywhere. So for I've been tracking the story. 40 days ago, maybe longer now, a small plane with some adults and some kids crashed in, you know, I guess the Amazon jungle, right? Somewhere down by Colombia. Wow. And they went and they found the plane crash and the parents are in there. Or the adults are in there and they're dead. But the children were in there like a 13, uh, a, a 13, a nine, a six and a one. You know what I mean? Like four young kids, one year old. One? One years old. It was actually really? younger than one. And uh, it, it had its birthday during this period. Somehow they're out in the jungle and they're surviving and they just found them. That's the short version of the story. The long version is they were like dropping supplies. And they were they had recordings of their like grandparents like come out of the wilderness. And the kids were just hiding. They were like afraid. Anyway, they survived 40 days alone wow. as children. In the Amazon jungle or whatever's down there. And I just thought Ooh. that that was amazing. And I don't know, you know, I'd like to think I could survive for 40 days as a grown adult, but maybe not. Go I'm check there. out the story for yourselves. It's really yeah. amazing. It's definitely going to be a movie. There's no doubt. It's like Tarzan it's stuff. Sound, sounds kind of like a book I read a long time ago. Uh, yes. No, <laughs> I remember. Yeah, remember? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Monica says, uh, I didn't see that one. I did see some underground water tunnel that all the people ended up having to be rescued. I saw that one. Yeah, that was in New York. Saw that go down into the caverns and the boat capsized. That doesn't sound like fun. Megan oh, says no. she could never survive that long. It's amazing. Yeah, uh, I agree. It's uh, amazing. Olson, who is down there, saw it. Just amazing. It's an amazing story. And everybody should go check it out because it's like, it'll make you feel good. Like, well, for 
bunch of kids can survive for 40 days. Maybe I got a shot. But they it tells what they did. They ate these flowers, um, edible flowers, something like that. I'm scratching my head over the one-year-old. It, like, it had its one- thinking you read that off the onion or something. No, man. It's a real story. Because I've been tracking <laughs> it for the whole time. Because you know, I wanted them to find the kids. It had to be scary at night. Exactly. No snakes. No nothing. Ate them. They. They. Mm-hmm. Come on. They had to have some sort of encounter with a puma or something. Whew. Yeah. Anyway. All right, guys. Good guardian, job. Guardian angels. All I can say. Exactly. Guardian angels. Happy Father's Day yes, to everybody indeed. out there. Happy Father's Day, Dragster Jeff. Yeah. And Happy Brands. Father's Day, everyone. And everybody out there that's a dad. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you. Going to kick you out there. Uh, Dragster Jeff and Bobby, thank you very much. Sue, thank you again. Great job doing the show with me. WFO. Have a great week. WFO. Happy Father's Day. There goes Sue. And uh, that brings me to the end. And, of course, I, I do want to tell you about Frank Hawley's Drag Racing School, Marvin Rodak. If you listen to this point in the show, you probably like the show. So you want to support the show. Uh, get some coffee from Marvin. 817-924-6821 or hot sauce or spice rub. Uh, great stuff. Samtech.edu, become a machinist. We did that total seal rottler honing school at Straub Technologies on Thursday morning. It was really interesting. You know, RPK, RK, RVK, RZ, all these different deals. But it's basically the surface finish of the inside of your cylinder and uh, how much they have learned. It was really great stuff. We had a good time out there. And if you become a Samtech student, like that's what you'll be learning about. You'll be learning how to machine that stuff, which is great. Call samtech.edu if you see that in your career future. Me had a great weekend, but the two races really made me think real heavily about qualifying. Like maybe qualifying needs to be eliminated and we just do two races every week remember indycar used to do a bonus race on saturday and remember formula one's got their sprint race that they're trying to do and everybody's trying to make saturday consequential we've got the mission foods too fast too tasty which is totally changed the game but having the two races was really fun and then suddenly every run down the racetrack matters just a thought olson says happy flag day on wednesday and happy father's day to all the dads certainly happy father's day to all the dads and my dad especially i will be spending some time he's been watching the kitties and so you know maybe he'll get a kitty for happy father's day happy father's day here's three kitties now they can't handle that but they can handle one maybe but um had a great time out in bristol what a weekend so much going on tomorrow on the show alan reinhardt and ron caps gonna be on the show ron's gonna join alan and myself and we will Get dialed in for the week. And I've got a whole bunch of side projects. And I'm actually going to go try to meet the uh, Ochoa family up in their vacation uh, situation in West Palm Beach at some point later this week and get a little time off for myself. So we'll see. Incredible event. Norwalk is next. If you're in the Norwalk area, you should definitely come out. Then all of a sudden, Denver, Seattle, Sonoma, Kansas, Brainerd, Indy. Just like that, we're talking about the big go. We're right on the doorstep. And then the countdown. Guest. Who's guest? Happy Father's Day and happy Juneteenth. Enjoy uh, the newest federal holiday. Guest. Uh, Can we have guests? I didn't even know that. That's great. Yes. That's right. Monday's a federal holiday. Woohoo! Love it. Yeah, it's a new one. I'm not used to it yet. Typically, I'm not really used to any of the federal holidays. 
You know, I just work all the time until I stop. Can try to work on Project Pontiac also. That's the Father's Day plan. Stubo, have a WFO week. Glad the smoke is cleared from the Northeast. Yeah, that was crazy. The smoke in the Northeast. All the bad stuff going on up there. I had a great time at Bristol. The Bristol fans are some of the best. They prove it every single year, and they proved it again this year. Thanks to all you Ignition listeners. Remember, write us a review. Apple Podcast, Spotify, SoundCloud. Download the WFO mobile application. is very helpful to us. And the YouTube channel. We're still trying to grow it. WFO Radio TV on YouTube. Thanks, guys. See you at 1 o'clock. WFO.